Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and this is episode 45 of season number two. The title of this episode is Gifts from God, Step 3, Trust. And this is part number one. So, if you've been listening to my podcasts at all, you'll realize that this step that trust is connected to, which is the third step, I have thought of as one of the most important steps that in, in all of the 12 steps. It seems like I say that for more than one step and that it's the most important, but I guess it depends on where my head is at at the moment. But this third step, I keep referring back to it during all of the other steps and saying, you know, if we have a problem with this step, the whatever one we're on, it's time really to go back to the first three steps, especially the third, and re-examine where we stand as far as letting God run our lives. There are a lot of things happening in this step. It is, at the same time, for some of us, pretty scary to look at my life and say, hey, I'm going to have to do things. If I do this step, I am going to uh, decide to do things the way God would want me to do them. Uh-oh. Does that mean that those things that aren't so hot that I used to like to do, that I thought improved my, my self-worth in some way, in some kind of a sick way, were those things that just were really narcissistic and, and egotistic? Does that mean I'm not going to be able to do those things any longer? And yes, it does mean that I'm going to try not to do those things any longer. At the same time, this step is absolutely a step toward freedom. And the freedom I'm talking about is the freedom that I feel that I don't have to take everything on my shoulders any longer. It's the freedom that I feel when I can look to God and listen and say, what is it that you would have me do? I believe that God is always communicating with us and all we need to do is to choose to listen. So whether I accept his decision-making in each case during my life, well, that's another story. But what I'm saying with this step is that at this moment, I have made the decision to surrender. And there, my friends, is a really, really big word in, in doing this spiritual program. Because, well, the, the biggest obstacle for me to being able to work these steps, my biggest obstacle is my ego along with its good, good buddy, 
rationalization. Those for me are the human traits that that really try to take over my life and try to point me in the direction of just the heck with everything else, just make sure you take care of yourself. Well, that's not the way it works, my friends. Not after I do earnestly do this third step. So what is this thing called trust? I think that let's look at a a human society type uh, way of using trust. And I thought one thing we could talk about would be I trust that legally you put something in trust for someone else. Now, there are two kinds of those trusts, basic two kinds. And that's what an irrevocable trust and an irrevocable trust. So the revocable trust means that I still have full control over just about all of my uh, possessions, etc. But at any time, I can change my mind. I can say, hey, I don't want to do this. I want to just take all of this money, all this real estate, all of whatever is valuable, and I just want to get it out of that trust and do what I want with it. Then there's a thing called the irrevocable trust. And so I put all of my valuables into that. And what happens is I have someone else that's in control of my valuables. Uh, It's out of my hands from then on. And I can't change my mind. I've done it. This is how it's going to be. And this person is going to, I have to ask for anything I might want out of that particular trust. So keeping that in mind, here I am at step three. And I say, okay, this sounds good to me. And I'm going to ask God to give me this gift of trust. Well, I think it can still be one of those two kinds of trust. And the way it works for me, I don't know if this makes sense to you or not, but the way it works for me is that both trusts are involved. I see my trust between myself and my spirit or myself and God as an irrevocable trust. Once I say yes, Once I know that God is everything, once I start to believe that, like in step two, and I look at my relationship with God, and I say, God, I want you to run my life. I know you are all-powerful and all of those things, but you have given me free will. And this is what it's really all about. I have the, the choice to make whether I want to ignore you and just live my life as a freewheeling human being, or do I choose to be a God-loving and God-obeying person? I know some of you don't like that word, obeying, but it's not exactly like, hey, you do this, you do that. It's more like listening 
and knowing eventually in a given situation, and I think we always know this answer, in a given situation, what would be the right thing or what would be the God decision in how to handle this particular situation. So I think once I make that surrender, once I say yes to God, and you'll notice in description it's italics, bolded in, in quotes, just to make it seem as important as it is. And once I say that, yes, I think that is an irrevocable contract, if you will, between God and myself. However, as I said, I think both of these kinds of trust that we talked about earlier apply here. There is also a revocable trust. And I think that that might have to do with my humanity. I think as a human being, I constantly want to do, to follow my ego, to do things that make me feel good, to, that aren't necessarily, and I know that they're not what God would have me do, but it makes me maybe look good, it makes me sound good. It just, it's a human uh, strokes, I guess, that I want to give myself. So I would hope when my humanity screams for this stuff, I would able, be able to most of the time say no. But a lot of the times I'm going to revert to my old self. I'm going to revert to the way I used to behave in, in some areas. And I am going to do those things which I know I really don't want to do. I really don't like to refer to the Bible or the scriptures a lot, but the perfect example of this is St. Paul in um, Romans, where he says, why is it that I know the things that I should be doing and I decide to do the things that I shouldn't be doing? So even St. Paul went through the same thing, but his solution was, it, in order to avoid that, is to listen to the God that lives in him, which to him was Jesus. So I think there are two different kinds of trust going on there. Uh, and I, I see our spirit and human as being two separate entities. And personally, my goal in these steps is to get my human self to conform to the wishes of God for my life. Of course, I have to know what I'm doing when I'm asking God for this gift because he'll certainly give it to me. And am I ready to accept God as the uh, person who is all-powerful and will take care of me? I sometimes think about Oh, I guess uh, maybe back in the 50s and 60s, I think this was kind of a big thing. And they had those camps and stuff for team building for companies. And anyway, one of the exercises that they did, and even I guess maybe psychologists or in groups might have done this, is to have a person stand with another person in back of them and have them fall backwards and it's a little scary 
they have to believe that that person is going to catch them. And that, my friends, is really trust. As far as God goes, I really have to believe that when I make have these decisions in my life, and I feel like this decision is from God, if I'm listening as much as I can to, to what God's voice says in me, I have to believe, I have to trust that if I fall backwards, God is going to catch me. I think that's about it for this episode. And the next episode, I'll get into part two of trust. Thank you for listening, and so long for now.